Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve. With the help of T-Mobile for Business, our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Creating your own definition of success and being proactive about reaching it is a surefire way to accomplish more with your money. This is definitely something I'm thinking about in the last week of the year. It's a great time to reflect. You know, I think you can create goals at any time during the year, but the new year is a special time where you can think about the slate being wiped clean and what you really need to do to accomplish your goals in the new year. So I hope this show will help you think about what you really need to do for more financial success in the new year. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I'm Laura Adams, a personal finance expert hosting the Money Girl podcast since 2008 with over 42 million downloads. I'm also the founder of The Money Stack, a weekly newsletter and community helping you build your bank account and live rich on your terms. I also work with select brands doing on-camera and writing work as a financial spokesperson and money speaker. As always, you can reach me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's also where you can learn more about my newsletter. You can sign up. It's free. You can learn more about my books and money courses. And if you've got a money question or an idea for a show topic, I would love to hear it. One way to reach me is calling 302-364-0308 to leave a voice message. But if you'd like to leave an email, you can do that too using my contact page at lauradadams.com. No matter your money goals or whether you're a beginner or an advanced person when it comes to your finances, I'm going to go through 13 tips to build more wealth and financial security. Some of these you may be doing already, but I guarantee if you're not doing some and you can pick up just one or two tips from this show, it can dramatically improve your financial stability. All right, let's get started. Number one is protect your ability to earn an income. This is so foundational because our financial lives are based on the income that we have. It's hard to save and invest if you don't have any income. So protecting it or even creating additional sources of income is probably the very best thing you can do for more financial success. Not only does extra income help you pay the bills and eliminate debt faster, but it does allow you to stay safe if one of those income sources dries up. So consider how you can use the 
skills you already maybe use in your job today, skills that you've already got to create a profitable side business. And my book, Money Smart Solopreneur, is all about creating and expanding your side business or side gig, whatever you want to call it. Think about what interest you have that other people would pay for, like online tutoring, gardening, driving for rideshare apps, caring for pets, or writing. There are a million things that you could do to create extra income, even if it's just something seasonal or part-time. Even if you don't have time to create an additional source of income, maybe you can ask for a raise or a promotion in the job where you're already working. Taking a higher level job could be the ticket to earning more or even staying relevant to your current employer. Tip number two, maintain a healthy cash reserve. I always talk about having a cash reserve or an emergency fund, quite honestly, because it's something I did not do for quite a while. I mean, I think I was probably in my 30s before I got serious about accumulating an emergency fund, and I know how stressful it was without that cash cushion. So if you've been following this podcast for a while, you definitely have heard me talk about the importance of building a cash reserve. You might call it an emergency fund, a rainy day fund, whatever you call it, it should be a top priority so you never get backed into a corner, financially speaking. Having savings is one of the best tips for financial success because it protects you from hardship. Maybe you could have a significant unexpected medical expense or you could lose your job or your business income. You know, we never know what's around the corner. And if you don't have a financial cushion to fall back on, that kind of setback could really force you into debt. And that could take years or decades to recover from. So not having an emergency fund means that any kind of bad situation in your life means that situation could go from bad to worse really quickly. One recommendation is when you get a raise at work or you've got a profitable year in your business, don't spend it. It can be really tempting to spend that excess because you feel like, you know, well, I I deserve it. I deserve to spend this. But the trick to building a healthy cash reserve and really the trick to building a financially successful life is to save when times are good. If you can save diligently throughout the year and not let your lifestyle inflate when you make more money or you get a bonus, you get some extra cash, getting your income to increase while keeping your expenses low or even decreasing your expenses, that is the trick to be being able to save and invest more. So before you book a vacation or you buy a coveted luxury item with some excess cash, make sure that you've got plenty in the bank. I know that's not as much fun as splurging, but the best way to ensure that you're ready when bad luck strikes is to prepare for it today. You want to keep your emergency money in an FDIC-insured bank account. If you're dealing with a credit union, that would be NCUA coverage, which is basically the same thing. Um, And that means that your deposits are going to be covered up to a pretty high limit. Now, you're not going to be able to outpace inflation with a savings account in a bank or a credit union. But again, that is not the purpose of your cash reserve. Your cash reserve is for emergencies. And ideally, you should have at least three to six months worth of your living expenses 
in that emergency account. But you might need more or you might need less, depending on your work and family situation. And I know it can seem daunting if you haven't started building an emergency fund and you hear me say you need three to six months worth of living expenses. You know, I know that can seem like a lot. But don't worry, you just need to get started by taking some small steps. Maybe aim to accumulate $100, then up to $500, then get to $1,000 as quickly as possible. Not only does having an emergency fund protect your finances, but it also gives you incredible peace of mind and can eliminate a lot of stress. Tip number three, adopt long-term thinking. Everyone's definition of financial success is different. For most of us, that success is not going to come from an inheritance or winning the lottery. Reaching significant achievements like saving enough for a comfortable retirement or putting kids through college results from long-term planning that may have taken decades. So all you can do is make small, continuous improvements that compound over time. And if you do that, you can achieve just about any desired outcome over the long term. For example, let's say you want to retire with more than a million dollars. You could invest $300 a month starting in your 20s. That sounds pretty doable, right? But the longer you wait, the more expensive it gets. You would have to save $800 a month starting in your 30s. And if you waited until your 40s, it's going to be more like $1,200 a month. You get the idea. The more time you allow investments to compound, the less you have to invest to achieve your goal. So the sooner you take a long-term view the easier it is to build a secure future or achieve any dream you have. Number four, stay focused on your money goals. You'll probably spend money on a thousand other things if you don't set financial goals. So I want you to take some time. This is a great time of year to do it. Really sit down, figure out what you want to achieve with your money in the new year. What financial and non-financial dreams do you have? That's really where it all starts. If you're unsure of your financial goals, I'm going to recommend a very simple exercise. Imagine your life five years from now. Consider where you're living. How do you spend your time? Think about what you would be most proud to say you had accomplished between now and then. And then stretch your imagination further into the future. So think about your life in 10 years and in 20 years. Imagine you're on your deathbed with just a few hours left to live. I know that's pretty morbid, but it can really help you think about the purpose of your life and the purpose of your money. What accomplishments would make you feel good about yourself even in your final hours of life? These big philosophical questions can help you know what you want to achieve with your money, and they can help inspire you. If you don't have clear financial goals, seeing why you're making sacrifices and, you know, why you're working so hard won't be easy. And I have some excellent resources to help you assess your financial situation, set goals, and track your wealth. These are all things that I do every year. When you sign up for my free newsletter, The Money Stack, you automatically receive my Money Success Toolkit. It includes a financial planning workbook 
and a personal financial statement calculator. This is the same tool that I use to update my net worth and track my money every single year. Again, all you have to do is sign up for the newsletter and you're going to automatically get these in your inbox. You can go to readthemoneystack.com or go to my website, lauradadams.com and just hit the newsletter button at the top. Once you sign up for the newsletter and you download these free resources, I recommend you set aside some quiet time to complete them. And you might involve your spouse or partner in creating goals. You want them to align with the future you envision for yourself and your family. Tip number five, stop overspending. A critical thing you have to do for more financial success is to live within your means. We all have limited financial resources. And to be comfortable later, you may need to feel slightly uncomfortable today. So evaluate your priorities carefully. You can do that easily on the uh, financial planning workbook um, that's free. And Think about what is unnecessary in your spending. You know, what could be holding you back from achieving more? I found that calculating the value of my time is a really powerful way to understand what something truly costs me. And before you reach for your credit card, you might want to do the same. So here's how I go through the math. Let me give you an example. Let's say you earn $60,000 a year. That means you earn about $30 an hour. If you see a pair of shoes or something you want that costs $300, you would have to work 10 hours pre-tax to pay for it. Now, to figure the cost of an item after taxes, you could take about 20 to 25% off your hourly rate. So that would take you down from $30 an hour, really after tax, you're making $23 an hour, which means you would have to work more than 13 hours to pay for a $300 item. If you wouldn't happily trade 13 hours of work for something, you want to forget about buying that item. Another great way to stop overspending is to implement a spending waiting period. For instance, if you see that $300 item, you might have a rule that you will not buy it before waiting at least 24 hours. I would recommend 24 to 48 as a good waiting period. What you will often find when you do this is that that impulse has dissipated after 24 hours and you've kind of come to your senses and realized, you know, I don't really want that thing or need that thing as much as I thought I did yesterday. So try that waiting period. I know for me, that is often an easy way to cut spending. We could try to explain what it feels like to get your work done on a John Deere. The way a Z-Track mower finishes in half the time you thought it would. Or how much easier it is to move mountains of soil with a 1 Series tractor. We could even go into detail about how it feels to tow up to 4,000 pounds behind a Gator XUV. But if you really want to know what it's like to run with us, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. 
This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Number six, watch your cash flow. Understanding exactly how you earn, spend, and save is vital because that's the foundation of your financial life. If you're unsure how much money is coming in and going out, you will not be able to manage it intentionally. So the best way to watch and manage your cash flow is to use a digital tool that aggregates all of your financial accounts in one place. And that makes it easy to review your cash flow. As you look at it day in and day out, week in, week out, be vigilant about categorizing income and expenses correctly so you'll have accurate reporting. That's the best way to understand your spending and where you may be able to cut back. I recently did a show on the 10 best personal finance tools and budgeting apps. So I highly recommend you go back to that show and look at my suggestions there if you don't have a good program that you're using to manage your cash flow. And if you're self-employed like me, you may have variable income, making it a little challenging to budget. I use a top-down approach to pay for my goals, such as retirement and other savings. Basically, I fund those first and make sure to live on the rest. However, creating a budget may be essential for getting and keeping your finances on track, just depending on where you are in that process. Tip number seven. Use automation to your advantage. In addition to monitoring your cash flow and spending consciously on priorities, a key to financial success is definitely automating your money. Without it, you risk having your financial targets fall through the cracks. Automating various parts of your finances allows you to build safety nets, such as an emergency fund and retirement savings, without having to think about it. So one tip is to ask your employer to split your paycheck between your checking and your emergency savings. You might ask them to set, you know, set aside $20 a week or uh, 10%. You come up with the amount that's right for you, but the idea is that you're going to be automatically funding that savings account. And this is why workplace retirement plans work so well. It's because contributions must come from your paycheck before you have the chance to spend them. And if you don't have a retirement plan at work or you're self-employed, you can set up an automatic transfer from your checking into a retirement account that you open up, like an IRA or a SEP IRA if you're self-employed. You can set up recurring transfers to automatically move money from your checking to any other account, such as a health savings account, uh, maybe a 529 college savings plan, holiday gift fund, or any other goal you may have. Tip number eight, manage your debt carefully. Another key to having more financial success is reducing what you owe. 
Having fewer or smaller liabilities can definitely take the pressure off if your pay gets cut or you lose your job or business income. And it can certainly help you live within your means if you tend to overspend. Even if you don't have extra money to pay off debt faster, you can cut your interest expense by simply tackling your debt from the highest to the lowest interest rate. Also, consider options like refinancing, debt consolidation, doing a balance transfer, or changing your student loan payment plan to make the debt more manageable. Number nine, have the right insurance. In addition to protecting your income and having cash in the bank, consider how various insurance products can create more financial success. For instance, health insurance is essential for maintaining not only your physical health, but your financial health, even if you're young and healthy. While emergency savings are critical, you're not likely to have enough in the bank to pay for ongoing medical care after a severe illness or injury. Think about the fact that even a quick trip to the emergency room could cost you thousands of dollars. Depending on your income and family size, you may be eligible for government assistance to reduce the cost of health coverage. You can learn more about health care subsidies at healthcare.gov. Remember that health insurance pays a portion of covered medical expenses, but not your living expenses like housing, food, or debt payments if you can't work due to a health problem. That's why disability insurance is so important. It's an often overlooked financial product that replaces a portion of your income, such as 60 or 70 percent, if you can't work due to a covered accident, illness, or injury. It allows you to keep up with your bills and meet your living expenses while you recover. If you don't have the option to purchase a disability policy at work, or you do, but it's not sufficient, look into buying a private policy for yourself. In many cases, a monthly disability premium is less than the cost of a data plan for your cell phone. And another financial product is life insurance. While it won't help your finances, it can ensure the financial success of those you leave behind. So consider purchasing a term life policy if you've got a partner, spouse, or children who depend on you financially. They can be set up as beneficiaries and receive a payout after your death. Life insurance is most affordable when you're young and in good health, so you don't want to wait to get coverage if you need it. Number 10, ignore those who don't support you. The people you spend the most time with always influence you the most. If you're hanging out with family or friends who don't support your financial goals, listening to them can decrease your likelihood of success. Instead, spend more time with people who are encouraging and genuinely want you to achieve your goals. You'll be glad you did. Number 11, don't get discouraged. You are certainly not alone if you have ever felt discouraged or upset about your finances. Most people go through years or even decades not earning enough, not spending wisely, not being sufficiently educated, etc., to make the best money decisions. So don't feel bad about past mistakes. Just think about what you can do to move forward the best way possible. The fact that you're listening to this podcast right now means that you're on the right path for more financial success. Number 12, focus on what you can control. Often we worry about things that are not in our control, 
making us feel powerless. Instead, focus on what you can control. That will set you up for a whole lot more financial success. And number 13, get professional help. One of the fastest ways to succeed financially is to work with a financial advisor or a retirement planner. They provide various services but are typically used to create a detailed plan for long-term goals like retirement savings. An advisor may also help you see options and solutions to financial challenges. I hope these tips have been helpful. Again, I want to thank you for being a part of the Money Girl community this year. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to let us know you're getting value from each weekly episode by rating and reviewing it in your podcast app. That's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful holiday and new year. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Gaitchis. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. And our marketing assistant is Cameron Lacey. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.